Hey everyone, welcome back to the MNR show. I'm Ron, and we see Malcolm is still on his vacation. I mean, the young man is having the time of his life in Atlanta. He saw Malcolm's boy Trey Young, so I mean, we can't be mad at the kid. But this, he will be back on the next episode. But you know, we see you got a PR specialist, Money Mind and Building. So, Mark, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. It's been a great wild card weekend of sports. I think the NFL really hit it on the head, and then this extra team in the playoffs is it's beautiful. I'm, I'm loving. It. Yeah, so, uh, we know, we had a very painful game and day yesterday for the Cowboys. Man, I guess still those fans, too. But the first topic is basically, who is the most responsible for the Dallas Cowboys wildcard exit? Now, I would love to start this one, Mark, because I have oh, multiple, multiple things to say. Get it off your chest, bro. I think, basically, the most responsible person or people that have really messed with the Dallas Cowboys is really just the stars. The easy answer, I could go like Jerry or the Coles, but that's what everybody else is saying. So I'm going to say the other things that people aren't saying. This is a stars period. You start with the quarterback, Dak. Worst playoff game he's played. He played in four playoff games. I thought he was amazing in the other three. So I was legit surprised at him playing as bad because usually he kind of turns it up a little bit for the playoff. So I was surprised. I mean, 53% completion percentage, that's pedestrian. No, that's below pedestrian. Mm-hmm. One pick, a fumble, five sacks. I mean, O line was bad, but like, two, I'm, I'm gonna get what do you think? Like, maybe one or two of the sacks, like, you holding the ball too long. So it's just like five sacks in a playoff game against a team that Nick Bosa goes out before the half. He did. Oh, he did. It, it, insanely, like, how is that even possible? So we start with that. We go to Zeke. I mean, I've said it before when he touches the ball, the defense wins. Like, literally, the other team is winning if he touches the ball. You had uh, Zeke had 12 carries for 30 yards. Less than three yards to touch. Snow it, and he's, he's reported after the game he had a PCL tear. I don't know who thought that was supposed to be supposed. To, I was supposed to give him like some. Oh man, I feel for you. I actually am more mad because why did you play then? We didn't need Zeke to play. That's that's the that's the sad part. We didn't need him to do that. He's not, not the at all. only person that should be doing stuff like that is a quarterback because without him you lose. No running back should be playing her, especially an old one. Then we got the wide receivers. Amari six for sixty seven. What'd you say? That's pedestrian to me. If that's probably your third string receiver, Mont, you like, all right. Like, I mean, he's did decent. But $20 million, and I think a top 10 receiver in the league, not going to cut it. Just not going to cut it. Not going to cut it. CeeDee Lamb, uh, I mean, I, did, he, did he play yesterday? I mean, five targets, I guess. One catch, one drop. That catch was late. The catch was late. It was like a BS catch for real, for real. So it's like he didn't make any impact on the game. That cannot happen. I don't know if we're going to blame Lamb. I guess Skids takes a little bit. Dad takes a little bit. And I guess Moore takes a little bit. And finally, the O-line. I mean, Mont knows. Mock knows. Y'all all know. I've been kind of saying the Cowboys O-line has been overrated the whole year. Don't know how pro football folks gave it the number one O-line. I was saying that was the biggest fallacy I've ever seen them do. Tyron Smith yesterday. Six pressures in one game. This man has a 91 PFF grade. Can, can you even know who rushes on the other end of Nick Bosa? Who's the other DM? Like, I don't know his name. <laughs> like, I know Eric Armstead. We know Eric Armstead. He's, he's yeah, really, we know Eric. We know Kyle. So, like, I'm like, I'm looking like, wait, who's he even getting beat by? Then, like, oh, he has two holding penalties, too. So, I'm like, all right. And I'm like, okay, but they had Bosa. They had five sacks. Bosa was out before the half. We already talked about that. So, it's like, who's... It, it, the old line was just it was, it was it was embarrassing like you to be the number one old line against a team with really no pass rushes without both out 
and you, you they were getting dominated was that was embarrassing. I think actually the Cowboys' number one need this offseason is to fix the line. It's just too old, and they somehow are just not meshing as a unit. I think that's actually where they should go with their number one offseason priority is just get the O line intact. So those those are those are the people or well the stars I think are the most responsible group for the reason the Cowboys lost the game. Mine. Man, Ron, I am so happy to see you like this. <laughs> it is the most humble uh, I've seen Ron in I the last 19 weeks of the NFL season. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know when you go to a birthday party and they got a cake, and you know I mean they got the person who birthday faces on it. It's, this is Jerry Jones cake, and you know those cakes. <laughs> you know, no, you know those cakes, they cut off a little piece for everybody at the party to get some. Yeah, hey, that's what we could do with this game. <laughs> everybody gets a piece of the responsibility cake. Yeah, Mike no. McCarthy, Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott, the offensive line, offense, uh, defensive coordinator. Everybody gets a piece. Preparation. Wow. They were unprepared in the most crucial moment of their season. At home. <laughs> At home. A home playoff game. You're gifted that just for winning your division. Zeke, I don't like the report of coming of playing with the MCL. I mean, PCL of course there. you could, yeah. P, PCL, I'm sorry that he got it, but I mean, you're better off saying that before the game so that you can fool the defense on the game plan. But saying that after the game, after you lost, it really doesn't help you is if you want to say that's why the numbers look like that okay sure you're playing on a hurt uh uh pcl the receivers cd come on now you got first round receiver man you, you gotta do better amari you know most reliable we all know that the defense definitely did not live up to no. the name that they were getting the whole season debo samuel sheesh like George Kittle was basically non-existent in the game, but they didn't need him because Debo Samuel went crazy. Then Jimmy Garoppolo tries to give them the game back. Yeah, he's a bum still. <laughs> Ultimately, this game just comes down to everybody. Like the pre-snap penalties, defense couldn't stop nobody, offense couldn't block anybody. Yeah. San Fran dominated this game. If it wasn't for uh Zerline, I mean, or, or the kicker, <laughs> hey, like it, it was the leg, baby. Rules, like, <laughs> I, I, the responsibilities on everybody and it starts with Jerry Jones and part of that is you have to look at your coach clock management has been problems all season okay. I do think you got a guy in Dan Campbell that's already on the team that maybe can push this roster a little further because what else can you do to the roster this roster is kind of at capacity to what yeah, you can do to it to be ready for a Super Bowl team you're obviously going to lose Kellen Moore so that's going to give you an opportunity to put an offensive coordinator who knows what he's doing behind a defensive head coach and Dan Quinn. Now, winning the division, getting a home playoff game, normally you shouldn't be fired, but Jerry Jones said it himself. It's Super Bowl a bus. You and clearly going out in the first round as a bus. Yeah. I don't think it would have been, like, if the Cowboys lose to the Bucks, Green Bay, no one really says anything. You lost to Brady Rodgers. I have them on my Mount Rushmore QBs. That's in the top four ever. Okay. You take that loss. You lose to Jimmy G. And I, I, I we said this on the previous show, I like Shanahan as a coordinator. But we see as a head coach, he's really not that guy as a head coach. He's Late an game. amazing game caller and planner. And he still even messes up the death a little bit. But his scheme is elite. But it's probably his, we all know it's my scheme. But he's, you know, 2021 did. Yes. But 
regardless, it's just like, I, I went back and I watched the game again, sadly, because I like being tortured myself. And then I was like, dang, no one played well. Like, I mean, Micah, okay, like, he's the youngest player on the team. He's the only person I'm like, I had to go Schultz. I had, okay, I said Schultz, like, my, said the kicker and Micah. <laughs> no one else on the whole team? It's, it's, it's insane. Like, the Cowboys have lost multiple games in my lifetime that have all been heartbreaks. The reason why those were worse is because we played well. Or like I could say, oh, we don't Roma had a good game. Dez had a good game. We, you know, it just was a defense sold us at the end. There was no unit that played good. It even said zero sacks. The 40 O line isn't that good. <laughs> I, I don't know. Randy Gregory. Say him again. Trent Williams, you know what I mean? Yeah, Trent. Oof. They, 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 yeah. they got they got a little something. They got a little something. So, I just I just want to get your opinion on Trayvon Diggs' status after that playoff game. Like, what what are, what are you saying about him coming in the next season? Oh, I think it. I think for him, it's good because he knows what to work on. I mean, sometimes it was also you had a good year, but you kind of were like a little overrated. Which I mean, I guess Trayvon's probably overrated the Cowboys fans, underrated the other fans, and then. But he knows. Okay, I can just work on the double move. Like it don't matter what type of move it is, but like. They're only running one route against me that's really killing me every time. Like a slant go, sluggo, out and up. Uh, what, what, they a, a drag, you know? Yeah. Like, what's it called? Like a wheel, but like not really a wheel on him yesterday with Ayuk. I, yeah, Ayuk was giving him business a little bit. Who I wish was good for my fantasy team, but clearly, you know, he waits for the yeah. playoffs to show out. But I think Diggs is something to work on. Like, it just, it's just disappointing because again, no one played well. I like more. I like Quinn. I like the players, but like you go into a home playoff game. That's why, it, it, like you said, it is it falls on Jerry too and the coach because like I've just never seen something like that before. Maybe from a twelve win team in my life personally, they've gone to a game and just no one plays well. Like the what? offense doesn't play well. The defense doesn't play well. Neither unit. One hundred sixty rushing yards. The defense gave up. I mean, Jimmy G played bad. Like they still gave up a hundred sixty yards rushing. My biggest thing with Jerry is just saying, coming out and saying it's a Super Bowl or bus. And, you know, they kind of, yeah. You know, you set your team up for that one. But, hey, man, it's always next year. We know he's coming back, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, we know we know Dak is going to be there. We know Jerry's going to be there. And nah, that's, we'll see. We'll see. 75 mil, he's committed. Yeah. <laughs> and before we move on to the next topic, that's the scariest part, too, is that I don't think this team can get better like i mean you can get better like chemistry wise and play calling wise but talent on team this was this was the year like i think talent wise because you have a lot of free agents you probably lose randy gregory or maybe not after the last game he played maybe not um <laughs> like but regardless gallup acl terrorist not forget about Gallup. he didn't even get a chance to play like you peak talent wise so it's like and I think McCarty says the coach. I mean, that is that just wasn't that just didn't look good. That that just wasn't good for resume. So it's like, how did the Cowboys get better? I mean, you can say Dak plays a better game, but yo, I mean, does he have to be paid manning for us to win? You can't. Like, I've seen Ryan Tanner make the conference championship. I've seen Jimmy G make the conference championship. You don't have to be that good if the defense is top ten, which which it was the whole season, and the O line allegedly was the number one O line. If those two things stay consistent, oh, you, you could probably make the conference championship even with an average QB. So it's like they got to somehow figure out just to get the chemistry down, 
with the talent because I like CD, I love Amari, but like even they were no show. I mean, you said Amari, I mean, Amari six catches, but like what they, what those catches do, what they mean? Those were, those were non-impact <laughs> plays. He caught the ball, but what was the impact? Did that get a double coverage on him? No. So it's like, they got, I don't know, they just got to find a way to get the chemistry going. And it's so sad because I was disappointed for like two hours and then it's like, I didn't even have any tears. Like I had nothing to cry about. Cause like, we're my crying. <laughs> Didn't know for that during the game. But I guess it's, I didn't even have it. I'm like, damn. Like, at the end of the day, like, Trent Dilfer still has more wins than the Cowboys 25 years. Jake Delahome has more wins than the Cowboys is. Joe Flacco, Mark Sanchez. Jimmy G. Like, Jimmy G. Like, what am I, like, I don't, what am I even sad about? This is, it's just, it's a team that just can't get to go. It don't really matter how much talent the team got. It's just something we just gotta, like the Bengals, you guys get that monkey off your back. Like, you just, somehow you just have to do that and then hopefully, be able to succeed but uh moving on to our next topic we did see another <laughs> perfect playoff game we can li- leave it at that uh and it was from josh allen this week i mean mont what are your expectations for josh allen after the win my expectations for josh allen is that he should at least be able to compete in the conference championship this year i Get Super Bowl is real optimistic. I mean, it's only the Bengals, the Titans, the Chiefs. I yep. see their biggest test. They, they have the Chiefs this week, correct? Oh, yeah. So it's going to be hard to use the conference. But. I believe this is their biggest test. If they can win this one, Josh Allen should have no problem getting to the Super Bowl. And I say that because we've seen the evolution of Josh Allen. We've oh, seen God. over the couple of years, and, we, and we've seen him get his big money. You make this big money to get into big money games. This is a big money game. This you're going against Pat, who you have to prove. Okay, we just knocked off the Patriots. We're not a little brother no more. But we're gonna knock this guy Pat off so we can be the big brother at the AFC. And I believe Josh Allen has to have a game similar to what he just had. Now I believe that's kind of hard. You know, I mean, it's hard to go every drive and score on every drive until the end of the game, but. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's really no excuse this year because we can't just say your ceiling is going to be you're going to run into Mahomes every year, you know? Yeah. Josh Allen is the catalyst for this Bills team. He's where there's money's tied up. I expect them to go in the Arrowhead this week and get a win. One, off the strength that this is going to be the stepping stone that Josh Allen needs. And I think if they can do this, that they can go uh, to SoFi and play in the Super Bowl. Win, okay, maybe optimistic, but get there, it, it's time. Josh Allen should be able to get the Bills to the Super Bowl. Yeah, if they, I don't predict them to be the Chiefs this week, but if they do, they're definitely my Super Bowl pick out of the AFC. I think they're better than the Bengals. I think they're better than the Titans. So it's just, it's just sad that they got massive against the Chiefs this week because that's the AFC Championship game we really want to see. But I'd be really comfortable with the Bengals versus any of those teams. Or I guess the Titans, I guess. You know, I'm a, you know, I still like the Bengals. Yeah, so. I, regardless of the AFC, it's not like it's looking decent at the top, but more on Josh Allen. I mean, I well, my list this year, I had him at the top, I had him as the fifth best quarterback. I think he's still top five, maybe can jump. I figured he was four. Oh, uh, no, he might have been four, but so I don't think he can be, he'll be able to jump into the top three, not yet, unless Brady just you know, the 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 hill finally comes. I think right now, my hot take. We're not really such such a hot take. I think he's just a better runner than even everyone expected. He's a better runner, I think, than Kyler Murray. I think he's the second best running quarterback in the NFL, even better than Hurts as well. That, I think, is the 
is his most underrated trait. And he's not a better runner than Lamar, but Lamar is, a, is 200, like 10 pounds max. Yeah. He's two, like 45. He doesn't even slide. And it's like, you don't even see Josh Allen take quote unquote bad hits because the hits don't look bad because he's huge. Like you can't hit him bad. Only people like, only in, in the league nowadays, linebackers aren't just 240 pounds running around. So he's never taking those hits. So I think that's his most underrated skill. I think that's why he's really, why he's even grown even more to be even more special. And like I said on Twitter, where I tweeted, I think he's looking very big Ben to me, man. I think that's his path. I really, really do. Like, he can get a Super Bowl. I don't think he has paid Manning-esque in him or Brady in him like a Mahomes does. That's Mahomes' path. He's that path. Rodgers, Brady, Manning. I think he's taking the Big Ben path. I can still win two Super Bowls. I have as much talent as those guys. I'm not going to be as consistent as those guys. But with a defense and the right receivers and the right game plan and coach, I can get it done. Like, I'm not saying McDermott is no Mike Tom because he is not, you can't say that he hasn't proven that. He's, we need 10 more years we need to say something like that. But I, I love what he, since he's been there, I think he's been like a top, what, seven-ish coach and been in the coach of the year discussion year after year. Brian Dable, I think he's one of the best coordinators in the league. I think, he's, I think he deserved a head coaching job. I think he deserved a head coaching job last year. So it's, I, 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 I like what the Bills are doing. Um, they're, again, they're number one in point differential. And we saw what he did last week. They're still winning point differential. I still want to pick the Chiefs to win because I have to see that to believe it. Just, but I think it'd be a good game. And I just hope Josh lives up to like these. Are, these are the two young guys in the league right now. Like the twenty, I think Josh is 24, 25, and Mahomes around the same age. So they're him, Herbert, Allen. They're gonna be fighting for the next ten years in the AFC. So Allen has to beat Mahomes one day, and why not Sunday? Well, you know, I hear I hear you on your Big Ben comparison, and that's kind of oh, you know hard to me. fathom. Yeah. Say it again. I said you know better than me. You would know better than me. I mean, yeah, I mean, he he has some similar play style with Ben, with being a big body, and you know, I mean, know how to get around. He don't necessarily yeah. toss guys off as much, but at the same time, when you say like put him over the here in this category, like I'm still going Super Bowls. I don't feel like that's fair for Josh Allen simply because. The league we're in today is so money-driven, and when you take up so much of your team cap space, you yeah, have true. to be the reason that you elevate your team. So Josh Allen can't really rely on a defense like Big Ben did yeah, and just true. make some throws. Josh Allen has to be elite. We're paying you elite money. We got you an elite number one receiver. Yeah, they yeah. do not do well in the run game. They got to step that up. Brian Dable has to do better. But, you know, Josh Allen gets that money to be the, the difference maker. So, in my opinion, he has to be the difference maker. He makes close to Patrick Mahomes' money. So, it's not unreasonable to yeah. ask him to be Patrick Mahomes' ass. And, hey, say, let's get to a Super Bowl. Let's get to two Super Bowls. Let's get to an AC Championship. Let's do what we paid you to do. And that's why the expectations for Josh Allen needs to be high. And I believe he can reach him. Yeah. But, you know, he's kind of taking this stepping stone at a time. You know what I mean? Ben ain't really take a stepping stone. He came in and shot up. So I'm optimistic for Josh Allen, but also, you know, he has to do it. The one that I can say, it's going to be my lesson about Josh. He has improved every year. 
people yeah. think that's how you're supposed to do if you're a, Q, a QB, but realistically, if you look at all QBs, most of them don't just improve a little bit every year. They, they improve, take like a small step back, improve again. Like it's not just linear growth. He's literally got better every year. Has been a better year. Very rare. So that's, that's, yeah, that's, but again, shout out to the coach as well. Again, because that's coaching as well. I love what they're doing there. They they know what he is, and they built a scheme around him. I mean, Russell Wilson is thirty three. He still hasn't had that that happen. So it it's it's coaching and it's his willingness to be a leader and learn. Like even though because again when he first came out, I'm like, this guy's gonna make it. He's not accurate. Yeah. But I mean, if you keep working at it and you care and your scheme is built around you, this is what's gonna happen. So this should just tell you when you have a talented QB, if you if he cares enough to put in the work and you put in the work as a coach to make him succeed, this is what can happen. Now, you also have to be 6'6 with a and can throw 80 yards. But regardless, he put in the work though. You can't, we can't hate on him. He put in the work. Simple. Yes. And my last thing, this auto is, you know, he has a lot of time, but yeah. This is one of the most defining moments that he will have because this is an opportunity to separate himself from people that are coming up behind him, like a Joe Burrow, like a Justin yeah. Herbert, like a Lamar Jackson. You have young guys that are gunning to make their team top two, top three threat in the AFC to the Chiefs. The Bills are already there. So what are you guys going to do before you're after them? That's it. Yeah, well, again... Thanks, Mark, for coming out. I mean, you know, for being on the pod again. Mark's on vacation. I needed a co-host. So, again, you know, thanks for doing what you're doing. Hey, man, always. I'm here. Love talking sports with you guys. I love, you know what I mean, chatting it up with you guys, hearing your crazy opinions. Hey, looking forward to another season next year. For sure. And, again, it was my stimulus coming up. <laughs> we're on Apple, Spotify, the MNR show. This episode will be on there probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, the YouTube, the MNR show, and Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Malcolm Ron Show. Thanks again for coming on. All right.